Good morning. This is Mike with FlexDeckPlayingCards.com, reading the Arches National Park article on Wikipedia, the free encyclopedia. Geology. The national park lies above an underground evaporate layer or salt bed, which is the main cause of the formation of the arches, spires, balanced rocks, sandstone fins, and eroded monoliths in the area. This salt bed is thousands of feet thick in places and was deposited in the Paradox Basin of the Colorado Plateau some 300 million years ago, when a sea flowed into the region and eventually evaporated. Over millions of years, the salt bed was covered with debris eroded from the Uncompagra uplift to the northeast. During the early Jurassic, desert conditions prevailed in the region, and the vast Navajo sandstone was deposited. An additional sequence of stream-laid and wind-blown sediments, the Entrada sandstone, was deposited on top of the Navajo. Over 5,000 feet, or 1,500 meters, of younger sediments were deposited and have been mostly eroded away. Remnants of the cover exist in the area, including exposures of the Crustaceous Mancos Shale. The arches of the area are developed mostly within the Entrada Formation. The weight of this cover caused the salt bed below it to liquefy and thrust up layers of rock into salt domes. The evaporates of the area formed more unusual salt anticlines or linear regions of uplift. Faulting occurred and whole sections of rock subsided into the areas between the domes. In some places, they turned almost on edge. The result of one such 2,500-foot or 760-meter displacement, the Moab Fault, is seen from the visitor center. As this subsurface movement of salt shaped the landscape, erosion removed the younger rock layers from the surface. Except for isolated remnants, the major formations visible in the park today are the salmon-colored Entrada sandstone, in which most of the arches form, and the buff-colored Navajo sandstone. These are visible in layer cake fashion throughout most of the park. Over time, water seeped into the surface cracks, joints, and folds of these layers. Ice formed in the fissures, expanding and putting pressure on surrounding rock, breaking off bits and pieces. Winds later cleaned out the loose particles, a series of freestanding fins remained. Wind and water attacked these fins until, in some, the cementing material gave way and chunks of rock tumbled out. Many damaged fins collapsed. Others, with the right degree of hardness and balance, survived despite their missing sections. These became the famous arches. Although the park's terrain may appear rugged and durable, it is extremely fragile. More than one million visitors each year threaten the fragile high desert ecosystem. The problem lies within the soil's crust, which is composed of cyanobacteria, algae, fungi, and lichens that grow in the dusty parts of the park. Factors that make Arches National Park sensitive to visitor damage include semi-arid region and the scarce, unpredictable rainfall, lack of deep freezing, and lack of plant litter, which results in soils that have both a low resistance to and slow recovery from compressional forces such as foot traffic. Methods of indicating effects on the soil 
are cytophobic soil crust index, measuring of water infiltration, and t-tests that are used to compare the values from the undisturbed and disturbed areas. Well, that'll make this that for now. This is Mike with FlexDeckPlayingCards.com. As always, I want to thank you for listening. I want to apologize for any mistakes or mispronunciations that I may have made. The words are not my own. This is just a reading of Wikipedia. Thanks again. Have a great day.